Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with One Rental at a Time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag One Rental at a Time. Now on with the show. Alrighty, folks, we need to talk about the Biden administration plan to punish folks with good credit and reward folks with bad credit. That is certainly the kerfuffle that is going on in the housing industry. We will get into what it is and what it isn't. I have seen a lot of uh, creative license around this. Uh, second, we need to talk about the week ahead. We need to talk about some new bankruptcies. I will highlight for you. Uh, bankruptcies are usually filed over the weekend, and we have a couple of them to talk about today. We'll talk about John Burns, and of course, we will talk about your last chance to be a part of something special today, this morning at 8 a.m. We are going to change some lives. We're going to allow you to interact with a top 1% agent. We are going to interact with somebody who quit his W-2 and built a big business. And we're going to talk to a 30-year veteran in real estate. This event from 8 to 11 today is not sold out. I am surprised. Probably my fault for scheduling meetings back-to-back, -back, but uh, I know it will change your life. If you want to join, uh, click the link below. If you want to get the recording, click the link below. Again, 47 bucks, three hours. You will enjoy it. So let's get into what Biden's administration has just done what it is and what it isn't, because I think both are important. Many of you have asked for my opinion. Some of you have tagged me on Twitter, uh, and I'll just say right up front, this is horrible policy. This is a bad idea. This is not what you want to, this is not what we do, right? You want to reward folks who play by the rules and get good credit. So let me be very clear. Hopefully that is clear. This is a bad, 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 bad policy. I don't support it. It is idiotic. I don't know what else to say. But that said, I have seen some creative license. So let's talk about what it isn't. Some, of, some folks or some content creators have said, hey, look, they're going to punish people with good credit. They are going to raise the interest rate 1% and they are going to lower bad credit by 1.75%. Sounds like a horrible idea to me. That is not, not what is happening. What is happening is these things called loan level price adjustments. Now again, I think it is horrible. It is a bad idea, but it is not permission to go Redu you know, go run up your credit cards and miss payments. I can't believe the number of people I have seen said, hey, no problem. I'll just miss some payments. I'll get a worse credit score. And I too will get a discount of 1.75%. No, you idiot. That is not how it works. So loan level price adjustments. Let's just simplistically, I will validate this with our mortgage experts during the week, but having read up on it, you can think of loan level price adjustments as this. Mike Zuber, 
walks into a mortgage provider or broker trying to get an FHA or conventional loan, basically trying to go through Fannie and Freddie's approve eligible process. So I bring it in. There's all of these little boxes. How much down? Credit score. Debt to income. Owner rock versus investment. And the list goes on and on and on. Okay, so there's lots of little adjustments. Up or down, loan level price adjustments. Okay? So what Biden has just done is said, hey, if you're a 750 credit score, you're going to get a plus 1%. That's a loan level price. It's not a 1%. It's a fee. It's a fee, not an interest rate. Hey, Kip, thank you very much, man. I appreciate you. So again, think of these as fees, costs, expenses, not a 1%. I'm not going to go up from 5 to 6% because of this one adjustment. I may have other adjustments that bring these down. Okay. Now, if I walk in there and I have a 640 credit score, I'm going to get a negative 1.75 loan level price adjustment. But trust me, the other adjustments will be much, much larger. So if you think a bad credit risk will have a lower interest rate than a good credit risk, you're not understanding what's going on. Again, this is horrible policy. This is bad policy, but this is not permission to be stupid with your finances. It is estimated that because of this May 1st adjustment, folks with good credit will pay about $60 more a month. That sucks. That is wrong. That is horrible. But it is not a full interest rate or a point and a half more. We, it's, it's, it's stupid, but it is not what I'm seeing in the media. So again, you ask my opinion, horrible idea. It is not what I'm seeing. It is also not a step towards social credit scores. It's not a step towards, I don't know, Fed, coin, or any of these things. It is just, once again, bad government policy that probably, probably is reversed in the next 12 months or so. I've been doing this for 20 years. They always try to institute these things. It changes all the time. That's why I tell you there's a housing market and a lending market. Just another example of bad policy. But let's be clear, that extra $60 a month is going to hurt some people. Absolutely. There will be some people right on the edge who will now get a no answer. Sorry, you are not approved eligible. And that sucks. This is just bad, bad, bad policy. Next, let's talk about John Burns Real Estate Consulting. I believe we talked about this a little next week. However, it is picking up steam. I now saw an article in CNN Business talking about that magic interest rate. The good news is you and I have talked about it for at least a month, if not six weeks. I believe there is a horrible interest rate in today's market. You and I have been talking every day for years now. And what I said recently is I believe 5.5% interest is the worst interest rate today for today's housing market. What John Burns Real Estate Consulting, an amazing follow. Please follow them on Twitter. They're amazing. 
their article, at least in CNN Business, is saying 5.5%, let me see if I wrote it down, is the magic interest rate for buyers. Like a lot of things in housing, we forgot the other side. I would argue and I would share with CNN or John Burns or anyone who thinks 5.5 is the magic number, that is a horrible number. Yes, I agree with you. It will pull an amazing amount of demand off the sidelines. In fact, I am starting to see graphs talking about demand when interest rates get down to 6%. It is clear as day. Demand picks up. So if if rates went below six to five, three quarters, five and a half, demand would go up exponentially. But of course, because you follow this channel, you know that it does nothing for supply. 5.5 is that number that just, it may unlock some supply, but if demand goes up fivefold or threefold or twofold and supply goes up 10%, 15%, we have a huge problem, especially when you understand that we now live in a broken housing market where below the median is hot as, hot as you know, cooking with chicken grease or whatever you're doing, something hot. I haven't had enough coffee yet. So you're, it's hot. And above the median is slow and the farther you get from the median, it turns into ice cold. So even the numbers around inventory are misrepresented. We clearly have at least two markets, below the median and above. In reality, I think we have three, but it's hard to define, right? 80% of the median, move up, luxury. Let's just stick with two. So again, I believe 5.5% is demand-driven, not supply. And I don't think people understand. If we got to 5.5% mortgages, oh, Bidding wars, offers over asking, stupid behavior. It would not be pretty at the low end or the entry level, in my opinion. Bankruptcies. We're going to start talking about bankruptcies. There are zombie corporations that need to go away. They need to file Chapter 11, reorganize, or Chapter 7, or Chapter 13, and just go bye-bye. We have two this morning. Uh, or at least I read them this morning. It may have happened yesterday. We have Bed, Bath, and Beyond finally giving up. Bed Bath & Beyond has finally given up. They filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. We also have David's Bridal. David's Bridal has filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Folks, we are going to have a lot more bankruptcies. We have zombie corporations. This is just part of it. They will, like Bed Bath & Beyond is staying open. They've got some, some financing, debtor and service financing. They will, you know, change their debt, all of that, try to limp through this but expect more and more bankruptcies coming. The week ahead, the week ahead is full of important earnings reports and important economic data. Let's talk about that. So as on the economic front with Tuesday, Tuesday we have consumer confidence. This consumer confidence reading is important because I think it will capture Silicon Valley Bank. I believe we are going to start to see economic data fall off a cliff. We may see that on Tuesday. I don't know if it captured it in full, but it certainly captured part of that. We will also get new home sales. 
I do not believe that the quote-unquote experts understand what is going on in new home construction. For example, last month we did 640,000 new homes. The forecast this month is for 634. So the experts are forecasting a 6,000 unit drop. Are you kidding me? Are you not paying attention? I suspect that New home sales could really surprise to the upside, maybe be 675, 680. Let me actually write that down. New home sales, I'm gonna say six. Yeah, we'll go 680. We'll go 678, we'll split the difference. 678. So new home sales, I'm gonna call it above and I'm gonna call 678. I don't know what these experts are smoking. Do they think, I mean, you and I have been talking about builders are crushing it right now. So we'll see what happens on Tuesday. Maybe I'm wrong. Wednesday, we will get durable goods orders. Last month was negative 0.1. This month's forecast negative 0.2. Again, what I am looking for on the economic front is did the data capture Silicon Valley Bank? We're right on that, right on that cusp. May capture some, may not capture a lot, but that's what I will be looking for. Thursday, we will get first cut uh, Q1 GDP. Uh, expectations are 2%. Uh, Q4 was 2.6%, so we will see. And we will get pending home sales month on month. Last month, they were up 0.8%. This month, they're forecasted to be up 0.3%. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, there's not a lot of inventory, right? But again, that's what is being forecast. And then Friday, probably the biggest number of the week, we get the last inflation reading before the Fed meeting on May 2nd and May 3rd, and that is PCE, personal consumption expenditure. So a lot of important economic data next week we would, will be paying attention to. Now for earnings. Monday, Coca-Cola. What is going on with demand? What is going on with inflation? Tuesday, Google, Alphabet, Microsoft, and Enphase. Wednesday, Meta, Boeing, and ServiceNow. Thursday, Amazon, Caterpillar, and First Solar. And then Friday, Chevron and ExxonMobil. So again, lots and lots of stuff going on next week. What is going on? Is the economic data capture Silicon Valley Bank? Are the earnings coming out above, below expectations? What are they talking about demand for future quarters? It's going to be a busy week. I look forward to it. So next and last topic of the day, forecast for... 30-year mortgage rates, owner-rock, best credit, full down payment for June 30th. So about, what, nine weeks, 10 weeks from now? So just so you know, interest rates as of Friday were 6.4%, 6.4. Mortgage Bankers Association is expecting 6.1. Wells Fargo is expecting 6.2. Fannie Mae is expecting 6.6. So Fannie Mae is expecting rates to go up. And National Association of Home Builders expects 6.5. So we have two people calling for rates going down, two for rates going up. What do you think? Well, this is my thesis for this quarter. Q2, the quarter we're in, is the quarter we clearly transition. We understand that the consumer is broken. We start to see economic data get weaker and weaker. 
Yes, we still get one more Fed rate hike. Not changing my opinion. Why change it now? I called it a year ago. We'll be at 5% on May 3rd. But all the economic data after that gets weaker and weaker. Then we start to see layoffs pick up and broaden out across. We see weekly unemployment claims go from, I think, 240 closer to 300. So what I think happens by June is we understand that the economy is in a recession. I said the day after Silicon Valley Bank that the recession started, I believe it will be officially called in Q2, which is a bold call because we're 20 days into Q2. So kind of on the edge there, but that's what I think is happening. So I believe rates as we get to the end of June will be lower. Yeah, six, yeah, somewhere in the low sixes makes sense to me. But again, who knows? Maybe the consumer is strong. Maybe these earnings grow. Maybe we keep, you know, the, we just skirt along the bottom and bounce out of this. Who knows? Maybe rates go up. So at the end of the day, folks, remember, uh, I'm doing this early for you. I started this recording at about 6.25 a.m. Pacific. Why? Because at 7 a.m., I'm going to interview Dan Bird, and we're going to talk about stocks. That way you get those two videos today. And then more importantly, at 8 a.m. sharp, I will be starting a life-changing session. We are going to talk to three amazing folks in real estate and talk about what they're doing today, how they got started, what are they planning for the future. You're going to get to interview a top 1% agent to figure out, hey, how do I get, how do I work with agents as an investor? How do I know if my agent is good or not? Then you're going to hear from Jason Pritchard, who quit his W-2 job. His story is so inspiring. It is in my second book, 15 Conversations with Real Estate Millionaires. Trust me, you want to ask questions. How'd you get your wife on board? How, how did you ever have a fight about money? What do you guys do? And then of course, you're gonna hear from Ty uh, about what happened 30 years ago. Because again, we've been through things like this before where rates are exploding higher, where people were coming in and doing sub two or novation or all these things that I have zero experience on. Ty has done them and done them for a long time. So if you miss out on this opportunity, I'm sorry, you got about one hour left to buy your tickets. I will put the link below, it's $47. You get to ask the questions, no PowerPoint, no PowerPoint. So I hope to see you there. Have an amazing day. Take care, bye-bye.